Happy Monday and welcome back to Dear Mama. Happy Monday. Yay, we're back. Yay, so this week, um, we've been putting y'all in our business like a lot lately. A lot, a lot. (laughs) But, I mean, that's one of the main reasons we're here. We feel like we have to keep it real, so it is what it is. But today we're telling, um, I guess, some more stories. Uh, what was the hardest thing you've ever had to tell your mom or your parents? I'll let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah. Okay. So the hardest thing I have ever had to tell my parents was... Oh gosh, was that I stabbed a man? Really? (laughs) Okay, so he was a boy at the time because I was 17 and he hadn't quite turned 18 yet. So we both were 17. So he was a boy. He wasn't a man. He was a boy. Yeah. And it was my high school boyfriend and we had quite a tumultuous relationship. What, is, what does that mean for the millennials in the back? <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to brush up <laughs> on, your, on your vocabulary. Just uh, it was toxic. You know what toxic means? Really, mom? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> So it was, it was toxic. It was, it was rough. It was bad. It was horrible, really. Like I really should have left him alone when I was a long 15. time ago. <laughs> when I was fifteen, when I was fifteen, and I did it. I, and you know the old saying, you know, about your first. Um. You know the first boy, the first person that you ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, and so it was, but anyway, back to the story, um, I, I, I'm going to make it short cause it could, I could go into a lot of detail, but, uh-uh. um, <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, ma. So, um, it was his birthday and Again, I'm 17, and I cooked him dinner for his birthday. He was supposed to come over. I had gotten permission from my parents. My dad went to the store and bought steak and potatoes, sweet peas for this dude's birthday. Oh, you're showing that, ain't it? Right. He was turning 18. I was. I was, you know gonna cook him a little something for his birthday and he didn't show up and I tried to call him and call him and call him and he wasn't home and so now I'm furious (laughs) and so you know once I finally got in touch with him he was saying he was out playing basketball with his cousin really and you knew I was cooking dinner and I done got my daddy to spend his money 
on steak. Remember <laughs> what you did. And so he hung up on me. And not only did he hang up on me, he took the phone off the hook. So mistake number one is I was at home. I was at home when all of this was happening. And my parents were at the store. And we've already told you guys that my my father owned, um, my dad owned a convenience store. So they were at the store. I was at home with my then um, adopted sister, Tyann, who was like five <laughs> at the time. Yeah, she and she was at home and she was in the bed asleep. She had gone to sleep. And I had my own car. I know you didn't leave the baby there. Left the baby in the bed by herself. I know. Young and stupid. I know. I know. And y'all don't judge me. Nah, because our toxicity level is way higher than y'all's, I'm sure. (laughs) And so I jumped in my car and went to his house. He was living with his aunt and uncle at the time. And went over there and continued the argument. And because our relationship was so toxic, I took, I used to carry a knife mm-hmm. in, in, in my car. Um, I used to, you know, just keep it in case I needed it, you know, South Florida. Um, so I kept a knife in my car. So I took the knife, I had on a house coat and everything. So I <laughs> had on my pajamas. I went in my house coat and I put it in the, I put the knife inside the pocket pocket of my house coat. And yeah, we got to arguing and because, you know, we had already had some altercations, plural, um, which is why I took the knife in because I knew you know, once he got angry, it was going to be a fist fight. And so we got to arguing and he pushed me down on the couch and was choking me. And so um, I couldn't breathe or whatever. So he finally got up from choking me. And I'm trying to catch my breath and I saw him coming at me to punch me. And I just started swinging. Swinging the knife. The knife. <laughs> what? I pulled the knife out my pocket and started swinging. Because you're not finna punch me. You just got finished choking me. And I'm trying to catch my breath. And here you trying to punch me. I saw And him you punch. in the wrong, though. Yeah, I, I ain't had no business over there. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I just started swinging. And then he jumped back. And blood was, like, squirting from his neck. And seventeen, woo child, we'll be in jail together. Right, he screamed out, and his cousin and his aunt all came running out of the room, and his cousin, you know, put him in the car and rushed him to the hospital. And his aunt was like, "Baby, you need to go home." And I jumped back in my car, and Lord, I don't even remember how I got home. Like I honestly. It's like a, it's all a blur. I do remember though riding on the up on the sidewalk. It was a major intersection, 
And I was up on the sidewalk. Lord knows why the police didn't come along and stop me. I don't know. But I made it home. And I still didn't go in the house to check on the baby, which is crazy, right? Oh, child. Dumb, da dumb, dumb. And the five-year-old, she's still in the bed sleep, though. She's still asleep. And I go across the street to my best friend's house and tell her mom, I tell her mom that I just stabbed. Oh, Lord. And she had to call grandma and grandpa, your your grand, my parents, at the store and tell them they need to come home because I had just told them, told her that I stabbed the parent, stabbed this guy. And the car, I I drove the car all up on the sidewalk in front of the house, like the car was parked all crazy like you remember we had a a, like a koi pond in the front yard like it was like parked across the sidewalk like in front of the koi pond Wow. and so yeah they had to come home and I had to explain to them that I left the one I left the baby (laughs) five-year-old at home sleep alone went over to this boy's house where I wasn't supposed to go where I wasn't supposed to be being fast Mm-mm. and I wasn't being fast I was mad I was confronting him because you hung first of all you hung up on me and then you took the phone off the hook and you know, y'all millennials don't know nothing about taking the phone off the hook, and you can't get. Sweat. Yeah, when you said that, I know some people are like, "What?" <laughs> right. So the old school telephones, if you took the phone off the hook, if you took the receiver off of the the base of the phone, if it wasn't a if it wasn't a cordless phone, nobody can get through. You get a busy signal, so I couldn't get through. So yeah, so I had I. Like you gonna talk to me and you gonna answer some questions is my mindset at the time. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. So yeah, I had to explain all of that to them, and yeah, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy, and so I ended what, up not. What did they say? I don't even remember what they said. They ain't like go up top on you. No, they didn't. <laughs> Actually, they did not. They did not like. I think they were so mad. Maybe that's a question I need to ask, Grandma. Like, were you like so mad? I have. I. I'm telling you, I was completely and totally out of it. It's probably like that. So mad where you can't even touch your child because you know, like, you gonna hurt her. You gonna kill him? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure your grandpa wanted to. <laughs> kill me because he told me to stay away from this boy and for some reason I just couldn't and even though you know he went and paid for his you know paid for the steak and bought the steak and all of this he still you know didn't want me with this boy wow and um, so yeah that was the hardest thing that I've 
ever. And I pay for it too. Like, you know, I ended up, and I don't mind sharing this. I, I shared this on Facebook last year. I ended up being arrested like two days later because I, I didn't go to school the next day. I think it was a Thursday when it happened. I didn't go to school the next day. And so the day after that, um, your grandparents, my parents' um, best friends came from Port St. Lucie to visit. Um, Mr. Bob and Miss Betty. I don't know if you remember them. I remember the name. Yeah, that um, it was Grandpa's best friend, Mr. Bob. Um, so they came to visit, and they had their grandson Muhammad. And you know, they wanted to take Muhammad to this little carnival that they saw, and so we went with them to the carnival. Me and Tyann. So you out here parlaying like you ain't just committing I went with them to get my mind off of the fact that I had stabbed a man. Like I literally drew blood. And what I found out later because the boy called me the next day like after I stabbed him and told me he wasn't going to press charges. That he understood why I did it. Um, and that we, you know, needed to, to break up and I agree, like, yeah, we need to break up like this. We don't need to be together, but that, you know, that I had cut an artery, you know, they said that they, I had cut an artery and that they had, they were able to stop the bleeding. But what I didn't know was that although they were able to stop the bleeding, it um, caused a blood clot to his heart. Like I cut an artery in his neck and it <clears throat> caused a blood clot to form and they had to do open heart surgery. Oh, child. Right. And they almost lost him on the table. And at the age of 17, I was arrested for um, attempted murder in the first degree. Mm-hmm. And spent two and a half weeks in the juvenile detention center. Where God mm-hmm. looked over me. Thank you, Jesus, for your covering and for your protection. Because, whoo, Lord, jail is nowhere for me. Even though it was juvenile, I was in there with girls, prostitutes, and drug addicts, and, I mean, they had... You girls. talking like you surprised. You in here, they in here with a attempted murderer. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the most, the absolute hardest thing I've ever had to tell my parents. Wow. That... Wait, I got one more thing because it's tied to that. That and the fact that I was pregnant at 19 by the same boy. Oh, <laughs> no, I thought they brought you off of the <laughs> Oh, my God. Point. 
my daddy wrote me a new one. I mean, he not wrote me. He tore me a new one. He tore me a new one in the hospital room because I was having wow. these pains, these abdominal pains. I, I didn't know why I was having these pains. And your grandmother took me to the emergency room for the doctor to come in and tell me I was pregnant. Mm-mm. And so everybody. And they went up top on you that time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they had to keep me in the hospital. They had to keep me in the hospital because they thought you were ectopic. And ectopic means in the fallopian tube. Mm-hmm. They thought you were stuck. And the next day in the hospital, your grandfather came in. I was the only one in the hospital room, the only patient. So the other bed was empty. Lord, I wish somebody was in that bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> he walked in and it was almost, it was like a movie. You know how you said it? We tell that story about him being held up at the store like a western. Mm-hmm. You could hear it. You could hear that. <laughs> you could hear that. I could hear that music. And when he closed the door to the hospital room, <laughs> he tore me. When I tell you, my daddy never talked to me like that. Never talked to me like that. He tore me a new one. Oh my gosh! All I could do was sit there and cry. Cause what? And yeah. All of the world was I thinking right you already got out of jail free and now here you go again (laughs) and now here you go again this time with a whole baby Mm -mm. yeah so well thanks for thinking of me and keeping me (laughs) (laughs) clearly yeah cause yeah you're the product (laughs) ooh 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 Yes. Anywho, um, so my story, we always somehow tie something together, but my hardest thing I ever had to tell you was when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> I feel like the main reason for me I ain't want to tell is like, y'all know, we already told y'all we're like super close, so. I tell my mom everything. Everything. But I went to college a virgin like I was a late bloomer. And I don't mean that in a negative way because I feel like I'm like up there because I was a late bloomer. (laughs) So it's not a bad thing, but I was. So we missed the step that I supposed to have told you I was sexually active now. Right. (laughs) That's the one thing. The one thing you needed to tell me, exactly. you didn't tell me. I was, oh my God. And so I'm like, okay, so now I have to say like, oh yeah, I'm doing it. And boom, like <laughs> you're about to be a grandmother. And I remember I was at work. I was working at Clear. I don't even remember if y'all know Clear. It was like internet. But I kept feeling sick. And I'm just like, this cannot be life. And then my cycle was late. And then when I got it or thought I had it back, it wasn't right. Because, you know, my junk is like clockwork. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to leave work and go to the doctor. 
and went and they gave me them results. I'm like, like, it is not finna be me. No, you know, I remember just a little. Go ahead. I'll let you finish and then I'll tell you what I remember. Yeah, I was just like, no, like who was about to do it? So it took me a little minute to get home. So the whole way I'm like, ooh, all right, what I'm gonna say? So then I called you. I and was I like, was nah, working I, at I Georgia State. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I can't wait till she get like in my face because she might just wop wop. Like <laughs> <laughs> I need to go ahead and give her a warning so that when she comes, she knows like, okay, some might be whatever. But yeah, how did I even say it? I was like, uh, no, I you said like, I might be pregnant was what you said. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And you were like, I'm, I might be pregnant. What you mean you might be pregnant? That's when I just like, when, what you mean you might be pregnant? You haven't said So that must have talked to you before the doctor then. Yeah, it was before you. That's what I was going to say. It was before you went to the doctor. And because you went to the doctor the next, no, the day you told me you were going to the doctor. Yeah. It was that morning you were going to the doctor. And I went to work and you called, and then you called me at work later after you found out. And I was like, <laughs> I'll talk to you when I get home. <laughs> you sure did? Because I was like, what? I'm supposed to wait till she get home and know her feelings. <laughs> like what? And I don't think I ever told you when I hung up with you, like I just like burst into tears. Like I was boohooing like somebody had told me my mama died. Like I was boohooing. Wow. I was crying hysterically. And not only was I crying hysterically, like I was like, what am I going to do? And I called my girls 911. Like, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yes, I did. Not like you, that's dramatic. <laughs> I called my girls like 911. Like, this is an emergency. And I was like, it's a whole mess. Because she, she was the one that had to calm me down because she had just gone through this right. a couple of years before with her daughter. So she was the one to calm me down. But when I got home, I told you a new one. You remember that conversation? You just sat there and cried. Like, you didn't say anything. Because my feelings was hurt. Like, we ain't never had really no awkward nothing to talk about, really. So that was, like, our first awkward conversation. And then I felt like he was being mean. I don't know if it was pregnancy emotions, but I'm like, oh, like, where is the sympathy? <laughs> oh, gosh. I was so mad at her, y'all. I promise I was so mad at her because, because she tells me everything and she didn't tell me this. Yeah. And she didn't tell me she was sexually active. And if she had told me, you know, we would have. I knew she was a virgin for like the longest. And so I'm still thinking she a virgin. Right. <laughs> like you still holding it down. <laughs> right. I was so proud of her because she was still a virgin. And 
here yeah. I'm finding out she's not. <laughs> <laughs> it went from anger oh to excitement. God. Like, I was so excited. I was hoping for a little girl and went about all this little girl stuff. Like, Well, that ain't just come from hopes, though. They told us he was a little girl. <laughs> they did tell us he was a little girl. And I I was buying all kinds of little girl stuff. Pink baby bottles and little pan- ruffled panties and onesies with bows on them and pearls. And yeah, I went crazy. I went absolutely crazy. Only for them to come back and say, oh, no, we were mistaken. It's a boy. Right. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> but yeah, and that I was, was still harder. excited. Yeah, yeah that were. was the, that was super hard. It was that was super hard to hear. It was just as hard for me to hear as it was for you to tell me. And then it's like as an adult, like I know why. I mean, clearly y'all know why too now. <laughs> but <laughs> I know why you didn't want, like you wanted me to do it right. And one thing led to another. A couple yeah. days later, so it was that those. Those things were tied together because it was the same person. It was the same little knucklehead. So I'm telling y'all, if if it's toxic, leave. It's not worth it. I promise it's not worth it. Well, these new age children, they think it's not right if it's not toxic. Which is crazy to me. Like, they watch... Um, reality tv love and feel about it the way we used to do like martin and gina (laughs) so they feel everything that comes with that is normal and it's not it is so not normal i don't i don't know who normalized it like yeah reality tv yeah you said it (laughs) they look at reality tv and think it's normal yeah and it's not normal, y'all. I promise. I promise you, toxic relationships are not normal. That is not how love is supposed to look or feel. So we want to um, hear from you guys. If you guys want to leave us a message on Anchor or DM us, leave a comment on our post because y'all know we post every time we post so anytime we uh, upload a new episode we have a post so if you have something that you want to share you can leave it there and our instagram and facebook are dear mama podcast make sure you follow us like us share it with your friends and your mama them (laughs) yeah make sure you share And we will see you guys here next week. Yeah, bye. Thank you, guys.